breaking news from The Athletic. Hi, this is Lindsay Jones from The Athletic NFL here for a breaking news podcast. I'm joined today by Greg Amon, our Tampa Bay Bucks beat writer. And we're going to talk about Tom Brady's new contract. So Greg, fill us in. What's the latest news with Tom Brady? Yeah, the Bucks need salary cap room to get the rest of their free agents signed. Um, Tom Brady had one year left on what was already a very team-friendly $25 million deal for next year. Um, and they're able to convert almost all of that into a bonus. Um, it, it's a longer deal. The Bucks have found voidable years now. So it's actually a four-year extension. Three years are voidable. Uh, but what it does is it creates about $19 million in cap room this year. Uh, much of that will go towards re-signing Shaq Barrett, I think. Uh, but it also helps as they get ready to try and send – uh, try and re-sign Ndamukong Sue and Rob Gronkowski and Antonio Brown and all the other free agents from their Super Bowl team. Well, it wasn't that long ago, just just over a month ago, that we were all there in Tampa as the Bucks were really talking about this plan to try to, you know, make a run and do this again. So what does clearing up this sort of space logistically mean? They've already tagged Chris Godwin. Uh, Levante David has already gotten his extension. What's notable to you about the way that they've gone about this? And, you know, you already mentioned Shaq Barrett, but what's your sense about what's com- what comes next? Yeah, the Bucks have been so careful as a team not to borrow from future seasons to pay for now. Um, and as a result, they've got less than a million in dead cap right now. They've really been very fortunate that way. Jason Light said that you do that so you can be in a position to be flexible when you need to do something like this to keep a championship team together. So Bruce Arians had talked about wanting to keep maybe five of his top six free agents on board. And it looks like they're in position to do that. Like you said, Chris Godwin is back on the franchise tag. Levante David came back on a two-year $25 million contract. Um, and now this puts them in position to get Shaq Barrett, which is probably the most expensive and maybe the most important part of this team back. And then from there, it's just secondary pieces. That So much of their success was familiar depth that stepped in for injuries during the during the season. And they want to be able to get those. A lot of those are just league minimum veteran types. Uh, you just have to be able to sign all of them. So now they have a little bit more spending to, to go for it. So Shaq Barrett is now the number one player on uh, Shiel Kapadia's top free agent list. Do you have a sense that he that deal could get done before the free agent market officially opens on Wednesday? Or do you think he'll actually go out there and, and, and test his market a little bit? I'm curious to see in that. I mean, if you go back to like the boat parade immediately after the Super Bowl, he's wearing a, an orange Doug Williams retro jersey. He's talking about how much he wants to be back. Um, felt like someone who'd been there a lot longer than two years. Uh, very sentimental. Has his family in Tampa. Doesn't want to have to move them again. Uh, knows how he fits into Todd Bowles defense. How well he can thrive in that defense, um, led the NFL in sacks in 2019, didn't have as many sacks this past year, but had four sacks in the last two playoff games. So I think um, there's every indication both sides want to be there. He's also gone on the radio and talked about breaking the bank. So you wonder if they wait until Monday. I'm sure teams have kind of let Drew Rosenhaus know uh, what's out there to be had in open market free agency. I mean, now, I mean, in the last year, we've seen top tier pass rushers go from, 18, $20 million a year to 23, $25 million a year. So I would think the Bucks would like to get him closer to 20. I don't know if there's a big difference for him between 20 and staying home in Tampa and 22, 24 to go to another team where he doesn't know if he'll have the same success. He's got to move his family, doesn't know the coaches. Um, this has a lot of reasons that make him want to stay here as long as he's still being well compensated. All right, let's bring this back to Tom Brady for a second. He'll turn 44 in August. This deal, you know, could be four years, but with avoidable years, it's realistically one year. What should we expect from Tom Brady at age 44? And 
could this stretch beyond the 2021 season? Absolutely. Well, I mean, now he's on board for 22. Um, we don't know how much that is guaranteed, um, but he's always talked about wanting to play until he's 45, and that would be his 45 season in 2022. So you ask yourself these hypotheticals, like if they won another Super Bowl this year, would he retire after two straight Super Bowls? Perhaps. Um, he feels like this offense can be better than it was in 21, that this team offensively was still figuring each other out and didn't have a preseason and an offseason. So given that he has almost all of his weapons back right now, um, they might lose a tight end as part of their salary cap crunch, but they'll get OJ Howard back, who was injured for most of this season. Um, I think he feels like from a continuity standpoint and a cohesiveness, they can be much better. And that's coming off of easily the best season a Bucks quarterbacks ever had with 40 touchdowns and another 10 in the postseason and much fewer interceptions than what they were used to with Jameis Winston here. So he'll, he'll tell you there's room for growth. I think you have to think of the Bucks now as the team to beat in the NFC South, knowing how much the Saints have already lost. And that means if they get to the playoffs, it's home playoff games, if not buys. And that's kind of what Tom Brady's done in getting to the playoffs in his history. That's more what he knows instead of four with three on the road. Well, we know for sure that the Bucks are going to keep it interesting over the next few days. Stay tuned to The Athletic for all of Greg's coverage of the Bucks, And we're going to be here all next week as the free agent markets opens. We're going to be covering all 32 teams, the free agent moves trades that are coming and we'll be right here covering all of it also on the athletic football show with Robert Mays. I'll be on a couple of those shows. Nate Tice will be there. So make sure you um, add that to your podcast feeds and we will be back next week with all of the free agent news.